Bismillahirrahmanirrahim In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful How to find peace and serenity Part 4 Chapter 4 Finding and keeping inner peace Topics covered Keep a strong relation with God Ways for new Muslims to find inner peace Accept destiny to find inner peace Keep a strong relation with God One of the beauties of Islam is that Muslims have a direct relationship with their creator, Allah There are no intermediaries between a Muslim and God And in order to grow in faith and peace, believers need to strengthen their relation with him the following are some important issues that help strengthen our personal relation with Allah. Reflect on the universe and be humble. One look at the night sky with the billions of stars out there, those we see and those we can see is an important reminder of Allah's majesty and might. And that compared to this amazing universe which surrounds us we are so small and insignificant in size, knowledge and power. This thought is an important reminder as it should lead our hearts to be humble, which is the right way to communicate with our Creator, always remembering how insignificant we are. And that is we who need Him, not the other way round. Allah loves humble believers and dislikes those who are arrogant and this is a good foundation of and this is a good foundation for a believer's personal relation which God and an important reminder to always keep in mind. So look at this sky and look at the stars if you forget and remember your place in God's immense and amazing universe. The only logical outcome one can reach by doing so would be to praise Allah, glorified be he. And as one enjoys the beauty of the sky, whether by normal eyesight, a telescope, or using Google Sky, uh, or using Google Sky, a feeling of peace will fill the heart of a believer, together with an increase of humbleness and love for our Creator, Subhanahu wa Taala. Exalted be He. Be sincere and keep your promise. Allah only accepts deeds that are based on sincere intentions purely for His sake. So before starting anything new or even saying any word, we need to check our intentions and maintain a sincere relation with Allah. If you promise God to do something, keep your promise and remember that He knows what you think and what you intend to do. An interesting story with, which illustrates an interesting story which illustrates the sincerity, trust, and truthfulness of believers happened in the time of the Israelites, which is detailed in Sahih al-Bukhari. A man from the children of Israel asked another man to lend him 1,000 dinars, and he answered, Bring witnesses that I will make bear witness to this transaction. The first man said, Allah is enough as a witness. He then said, then bring me a guarantor. He said, Allah is enough as a guarantor. The man said, you have spoken the truth. 
He gave him the money for a fixed term. The, the debitor traveled by sea, and when he fulfilled the purpose of his journey, he looked for a ship to board and to return and pay the debt at the appointed time. However, he was not able to find the ship, so he took a piece of food, pierced it, and thrust into it 1,000 dinars along with a letter to the creditor. creditor. Then he took it to the ocean. He said, O oh Allah, you know that I borrowed 1,000 dinars from such and such person, and he asked me for a guarantor. I said, Allah is enough as a guarantor. He was pleased with you, and he also asked for a witness. I said, Allah is enough as a witness, and he was pleased with you as a witness. And I have not been able to find a ship to send him that which is due to him. So indeed, I trust it to you. He threw the piece of food into the ocean until it was swallowed by water and then went away. He then continued to search for a boat to return to his country. The creditor went out looking. Perhaps a boat would come with his wealth. He found a piece of food in which was the money, and he took it to his family as firewood. When he broke the wood open, he found the money and the letter. Then the debitor returned, bringing with him another 1,000 dinars. He said, By Allah, I continued to search for a boat in order to return your wealth to you. But I didn't find one until I found the one that I came on now. The other man asked, And did you send anything to me? For indeed Allah paid for you through the wood that you sent. This amazing story shows how strong faith, together with sincerity, honesty, and the will to keep a promise made with God as a witness brings a believer close to God. Allah describes righteous believers in the Quran as follows. They are those who fulfill their vows. Al-Insan chapter 76 verse 7 Knowing that and reaching this level of faith and sincerity, should any believer really worry about the future? Communicate with Allah. The man in debt in this story communicated with Allah through prayer dua, supplication, and doing his best to keep his promise, he put his trust fully in Allah, asking him to deliver the piece of food which had the money. To find inner peace, we need to communicate with Allah on a regular basis as he is the source of all peace. Such communication can either be through supplication, dua, through reading the Quran, or through praying, performing prayer, salah. If you want God to speak to you, read the Qur'an. And if you want to speak to God, pray. The important thing is to always have these channels of communication open and in good condition. Reading the Qur'an will surely bring peace to the heart and so will praying. It is also very important to remember Allah at times of ease so that He remembers you at times of hardship. As mentioned in a hadith by Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, remember Allah in times of ease and he will recognize you in times of distress. Musnad Ahmad. 
the quality of communicating with Allah is as important as the quantity. So when you switch off your mobile phone before starting to pray, also do your best to switch off from your personal problems, worries, and concerns before reading the Quran or starting to pray. As this way, will, as this way, you will concentrate more, and will reap the fruit of communicating with your Creator through increased knowledge and inner peace. Visit Allah. When you love a person, you want to visit them and be near them. It is the same in our relation with Allah. If you really love him, then visit him on a regular basis. Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him informed us that the masjid or the masajid mosques are the best locations on earth. So do your best to visit him in his house, not only on Fridays, but beyond that on a more regular basis. Men are encouraged to pray the five daily obligatory prayers in the masjid or in the masjid if they have one nearby and women are encouraged to go to the masjid as often as they can the more you visit him allah the more he will reward you and fill your heart with peace the prophet peace be upon him said he who performs ablution in his home and uh, and perfections and and perfects it sorry he who performs ablution in his home and perfects it then comes to the mosque, he is Allah's visitors, and it is incumbent upon the host to be generous towards his guest. Hadith in at tabarani authenticated by Al-Albani. Another way to visit Allah is to go on Hajj and Umrah. Visiting Mecca on pilgrimage is an amazing journey which has multiple benefits, one of them being renewed and strengthening, one of them being renewing and strengthening our relation with God and cleaning our hearts from worldly attachments and desires. While in Mecca, a Muslim uh, remembers Prophet Abraham, peace be upon him, and his wife Hagar, and the many lessons learned from their from their legacy in that blessed location. We remember also Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and his companions and their followers, and the many sacrifices they made 14 centuries ago in order for this religion to reach us today. With so many angels filling the place, inner peace and tranquility are strongly felt all over Mecca and Medina. Balance between hope, fear, and love. A bird can't fly with one wing. It needs two wings and also it needs a head. In order to achieve a balance in life, a believer needs to maintain a balance between hope and fear and have the love of Allah as his guide to God's path following the sunnah of our beloved Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exalted be he says in the Quran in the meaning of which, say, O Muhammad, if you should love Allah, then follow me. So Allah will love you and forgive you your sins. And Allah is forgiving and merciful. Chapter 3, verse 31. Too much hope in the heart of a believer may lead to committing sins, relying on the assumption that God is merciful and that he forgives all sins. On the other hand, having too much fear from the hereafter would make life very complicated as a believer would always opt for ideal options which are often impossible to achieve in this world. Somewhere in the middle of the scale between fear and hope is the right position to take and scholars recommend that while a believer is young and in good health, he should be more motivated by fear than hope but later on, later on in his life one, but later on in his life, when one is near death, one should have more hope 
looking forward to meeting Allah, the most merciful. This equilibrium leads to a balanced life and to a believer's heart thereby being at peace. Try to reach the level of ihsan. In the well-known hadith where Angel Gabriel came to Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him and asked him about Islam, faith, iman, and perfection, ihsan. The Prophet defined the third topic of ihsan as follows. Ihsan means, it means that you should worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, glorified be he or exalted be he, as though you see him. For he sees you though you do not see him. Sahih Muslim. When a believer becomes very conscious of Allah's presence and feels that he is watching over every uh, move, uh, one makes this level is close to the highest level of piety, taqwa, when one becomes close to an ideal Muslim in faith, manners, and dealing with people. At this stage, the heart will certainly overflow with inner peace and tranquility, for Allah loves those who perfect their deeds and do good. Al-Muhsineen, those who have reached the level of Ihsan. Ways for new Muslims to find inner peace. Most reverts to Islam can pinpoint the exact moment when they began to question their previous religion or began inquiring about its veracity. For many, the journey, of, <coughs> for many, the journey to Islam began with a thirst for knowledge and a quest to understand the purpose of human existence. Quite notably, many reverts or many reverts turn to Islam as a means of salvation from the chaos and uncertainty that often exist in other world religions. <coughs> Falsehood does not promote tranquility or peace. However, adherence to the religion of Islam does induce a great sense of peace and satisfaction that is soothing to the body and mind, achieving inner peace while in a state of Islam, can have enormous effects on our faith and our quality of life. There are several ways to achieve inner peace. Understanding peace. By definition, the word peace means freedom from disturbance, quiet and tranquility. Free, freedom from disturbance, and it means being quiet uh, and tranquil. However, the word means different things to different people. For some, acquiring massive amounts of wealth and indulging in a luxurious lifestyle is the epitome of peace. For others, the ability to dominate others and impose their ideals upon them is the essence of peace. To Muslims, however, peace is something that is achieved by reconciling our human needs with the world around us while under the shade of Islam. It can be a very fine juggling act for a new revert it can be a very fine juggling act for a new reverts who are just gaining a foothold with their new religion removing obstacles within all human beings there exist obstacles that thwart our efforts to achieve inner peace some of them include anger jealousy greed and the like all of these obstacles can be changed by our choices or behaviors for example, someone who is consist consistently angry can seek counseling or learn techniques to control their anger. The key for reverts is to recognize obstacles and look for ways to alleviate them. There also exist obstacles that cannot be changed. For example, a child born under the Israeli occupation in Palestine is born into a series of obstacles that will affect every aspect of life 
well before he has taken that first breath. As God Almighty says in the Quran, in the meaning of which, it may be that you dislike a thing which is good for you, and that you like a thing which is bad for you. Allah knows, but you don't know. This is in this found in chapter Al-Baqarah, chapter 2, verse 216. There are limits to which obstacles we can remove, and which ones are permanent fixtures of our lives. When understanding the letter, these types of obstacles are best viewed as trials and tribulations that are tests from God Almighty. The best way to cope with them is to have patience and trust in God's decree. By doing so, you can achieve inner peace. Find your purpose. Perhaps your parents invested hundreds of thousands of dollars in your education and now you've become a highly respected individual in your field. You must, however, ask yourself, is this your true purpose? Countless people around the world work in professions that hold no meaning for them. They simply go through the motions day in and day out with their eyes firmly fixated on that paycheck that arrives every month. Granted, humans must hold jobs in order to feed themselves and their families. Yet, great consideration must be taken for the new Muslim seeking to achieve inner peace. Whether you are a plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills or an accountant in Dubai, every moment of life should hold a halal, allowable purpose that not only benefits your soul but the lives of those around you. Uncover your real purpose in life and look for ways to achieve it, whether that means taking a cut in pay so that you can spend more time uh, raising your children in the light of Islam or quitting your job in favor of one that can truly help others. By finding your real calling, you can find inner peace. The remembrance of God. One of the best prescriptions for achieving inner peace comes directly from the Quran. Uh, the verse says, states in the meaning of which those who believe and whose hearts are set at rest by the remembrance of Allah now surely by Allah's remembrance are the hearts set at rest. Ar-Ra'd, chapter Ar-Ra'd, uh, chapter 13, verse 28. There are several places in the Quran where the remembrance of God is recommended as a means to achieve success in this life and the hereafter. Both new and seasoned Muslims can actually feel how soothing the remembrance of God is to the body, mind, and soul. Praying the five obligatory prayers, engaging in acts of dhikr, remembrance, and reciting from the Quran have a calming effect on us. When we have a connection with our Lord Allah, we can achieve inner peace. When we ignore our Islamic duties and that connection is severed, anxiety and chaos are sure to follow suit. Inner peace is a gift from God and can only be achieved in the light of Islam. The Muslim's tongue should always be busy with the remembrance of God, whether you are sitting at a, tra a traffic light uh, and reciting a verse uh, memorized from the Quran or listening to an Islamic lecture on your mobile service. Forgiveness, seek and give. Forgiveness plays a vital role in our lives and the achievement of inner peace. A true Muslim consistently seeks forgiveness from God Almighty for his shortcomings and transgressions. No one is perfect, and regardless of your level of Islam, seeking forgiveness is a noble deed in Islam. 
Remember, remember that only God can forgive our sins and remove the distress from our hearts. God Almighty says in the Quran, the meaning of which Allah loves those who turn unto him in repentance and loves those who purify themselves. Al-Baqarah chapter 2 verse 222. You must also seek to forgive others. Holding a grudge against someone allows a host of negative emotions to flourish and take root, which is counterproductive to the attainment of inner peace. Instead, recognize that all humans have shortcomings and forgive the transgressions based upon that. In the grand scheme of things, our pity squabbles are nothing in the light of the grandeur of God Almighty. However, such disputes do have an effect on achieving inner peace and must be dealt with swiftly. Achieving inner peace brings a sense of harmony and purpose to life. It helps to alleviate chaos and brings a sense of structure to life and it brings a sense of structure to life so that you can focus on what is really important. By achieving your own inner peace, you can become a better Muslim and really contribute to the benefit of your community. Accept destiny to find inner peace. How many of us have had a day in our life when we become victims of bereavement, bad luck, sickness, and defamation, and in our pain and sorrow, we let guilt, jealousy, and self-imposed loneliness make the bad situation even worse. After all, we are all human. After all, we are human. Nonetheless, rather than act as victims, we may use these situations to learn from them and improve ourselves and simply be comforted by the fact that God works in ways too sophisticated for our minds. Belief in Qadr or divine destiny prevents us from becoming too despondent. When a, tra- when a tragedy strikes us, we must understand that it is the will of God for it to happen. That way we learn to accept it with patience and humility rather than despair and frustration. A beautiful hadith comes to mind which has many a time lift me or lift my heart at ease with the Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him says, if the whole nation were to gather together to benefit you, they would only benefit you with that which Allah had already written for you. And if the whole nation were together to harm you, they could only harm you with that which Allah had already written to harm you. The pen has, the pen has been lifted and the ink has dried. Ahmed. In fact, I have this copied and pasted. In fact, I have this copied and pasted in many places around the house to remind my family and myself foremost to live each day to the fullest, not to dwell on yesterday or consider what might happen tomorrow. It is vital to the Muslims' belief that we understand this concept. After all, the word Muslim means one who submits to the will of God by accepting his power knowledge and control of our destiny we learn to submit to what he has prescribed for us inner peace can only be achieved if the obstacles that are beyond our control are accepted by us patiently as part of god's destiny despite this notion being easy to understand some individuals have erroneous ideas about fate and destiny and imagine that this doctrine causes stagnation and inactivity, restraining man from all forms of effort to improve his life. 
the Prophet expressed himself movingly on this matter where he stressed an age will come for the people of my community when they will commit sin and iniquity and in order to justify their corruption and pollution they will say God's fate and destiny decreed that we act thus if you encounter such people tell them I disown them the hadith explains that despite the fact that God has uh, foreknowledge of everything that he created and the events unfolding themselves exactly according to it this does not imply that man has been completely deprived of the freedom of action the foreknowledge of the foreknowledge of god is an acknowledged fact but it should not be interpreted in the sense of predestination for if we do so we shall have to conjure up eternity as a store of freely made events from which they drop one by one like a glass uh, hour and its sand particles it is imperative though it is imperative though uh, we understand that god does not have knowledge over all things it is imperative though we understand that god doesn't have knowledge over all things he knows what will happen sorry it's imperative though we understand that god does have knowledge over all things sorry i repeat this again it is imperative though we understand that god does have knowledge over all things he knows what will happen to us before we do he knows the outcome of all of our decisions he has stated in the quran that everything that will happen throughout all creation was already written no calamity befalls on the earth or in yourselves but it is inscribed in the book of decrees before we bring it into existence verily that is easy verily that is easy for Allah chapter al-hadid chapter 57 verse 22 prophet Muhammad also said may peace be upon him Allah wrote down the decrees of creation 50,000 years before he created the heavens and the earth Muslim it is significant as good practicing Muslims who believe in this divine destiny to try to live according to the laws of Islam pray to God for guidance when making decisions istikhara and put our best effort forward in everything we do then and only then we should leave the outcome of these actions to God and willingly accept whatever he has decreed i personally have benefited in believing uh, this decree i personally i personally have benefited in believing in this decree it has offered me peace of mind and contentment giving me the willpower and determination to go further in the way of god many times things i had planned to do have been disrupted where i have always been mindful to plant the seeds where i wanted to see blossom in my life i'm always grounded when i see the posters around the house reminding me that the pens have lifted and the pages have dried i have found that true peace i have found that true inner peace is found by submitting to god living this life for him remembering him and by making the hereafter more of a priority than this life 
we must acknowledge that whatever happens regardless of whether we had or have no control over then God has put in it some good whether or not we are able to grasp what is good in it the good is still there so we accept it I tell my children and friends if there are a lot of things we want to do and are unable to or something has served as an obstacle we are blessed to be comforted by the fact that we tried and we prayed but God has other plans it will be it will be helpless to recapture it will be helpless to recapture the days and nights we wasted in worry or the hurt we inflicted or the love we failed to return because we were wallowing in our own sorrow by experiencing every day to the fullest in full belief of our destiny and trusting God and his wonderful and mysterious ways we can eliminate regrets and when the journey called life has finished we may face God on the day of judgment head held high simply because we submitted to his will and believed in his divine law remember that whatever happens we must concede that it is god's destiny and that it is god's trial and accept that accept that it ultimately is for our good and has good in it god created this world and us in it as a means to attain paradise and the trials of this world is our own spiritual growth if we can accept this destiny and god in our hearts we will find inner peace and have a more satisfying and productive life ultimately leading to happiness in the hereafter conclusion finally If you are really searching for peace in your relation with Allah then it is crucial that you submit to his will as through full submission the heart of a believer becomes content with whatever Allah has destined for him in this life praise Allah in all cases thank him for his many favors and be patient when faced with hardships while always asking him for his help and support however turbulent the world around you may seem right now and live paradise on earth with a heart filled with inner peace and contentment we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exalted be he to show us the path of peace in this world and that he admits us to the abode of peace in the hereafter by his mercy ameen Alhamdulillah praise be to Allah that's the end of the book that's the end of the book titled how to find peace and serenity